1: Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
2: As we bring in our main man, Scott Gobranson <laughs> Downtown
3: uh, Scott.
2: Live in Las yep. Vegas as we kind of close the book. for Well, actually, we're not even closing the book. We're just closing a chapter here on the Las Vegas Raiders because there's going to be a lot to follow, Scott, over the course of the next few weeks. Casey brought this up to start the show. Rumors are pretty heavy that it it could already be down to Antonio Pierce and Jim Harbaugh. How real is that rumor, and what direction would you go if that's the case?
4: Well, I I, th- I think it makes sense, right? So so how real is it? I think it's pretty real because I I look at what what we've heard and and been told about Mark Davis wanting a big name so if you can get a big name and in this case i think jim harbaugh qualifies and he won the national championship last night Mm -hmm. he had great success with the 49ers he's won everywhere he's been and so uh, that makes a lot of sense he also is a former raiders coach that's where he got his coaching start he was hired by al davis was close to al davis talks about openly how al davis has influenced him throughout his career And so that makes sense. The other side of it is Antonio Pierce did a great job, brought this team to five and four the second half of the year, had never been a coordinator before uh, in the NFL, was a position coach, stepped up, unified the locker room. So you look at those two guys and you're like, okay, well, if I can't go get Harbaugh, then you got your guy, right? So you have Antonio Pierce, fan base loves him. Obviously the players love him. So I think if you look at the situation, it's not, you You don't have to be anti one or the other. I think a lot of fans are like, well, no, it's gotta be Antonio Pierce, we love him. And there's nothing wrong with that. But you can't deny that if somebody like Jim Harbaugh is available and is willing to talk to you and interested in coaching your team, how can you not consider him? But if that doesn't happen, then I would fully, fully expect that they go the different route and they go with Antonio Pierce. Mm.
3: And and the scenario that I brought up to to D'Lo was simply you get a phone call from both agents, and obviously Antonio Pierce wants the job, but Jim Harbaugh's agent, I think it's Don Yee, I think that's the agent, right? I believe it is. Um, He says, hey, Harbaugh Harbaugh wants to come, and you got a decision to make. And, And I feel like I would love to see Antonio Pierce get this opportunity. My heart says Antonio Pierce, my head says you have to go with Jim Harbaugh. If he says he wants to be there.
4: Yeah. And that's that's put really well. And I think that's what we're we're seeing when I when I talk to fans who love Antonio Pierce because of the energy, because he's a real guy. Like he's he's down to earth and 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 you have to give him credit for what he's done. At the same time, you have a proven winner. You have a proven winner in Jim Harbaugh. So the way I've been talking about it, guys, has been this, is no matter who the candidate is, there's there's risk, right? So with Jim Harbaugh, if you want to consider risk, what is it? Outside of his nine years at Michigan, okay, hopped around a little bit, but he was also climbing the ladder at that point. So he's now 60 years old. I don't think he's thinking, hey, I'll go – and coach an NFL team for four years, and then I'll go back to college again. No, I think wherever he goes is going to be his last job. He wants to try to win a Super Bowl, which has been his stated goal. He now won the college championship, so that's really all that's left for him. So if he does that, makes sense. At the same time, you like Antonio Pierce, but Antonio Pierce, the one thing I was talking about, guys, and I'll bring this up, which is the difference, too, with Harbaugh and Pierce is not just their experience as a coach. It's their networks. If you look at Jim Harbaugh, how many defensive coordinators, head coaches has he developed underneath him and his network of, of connections and and all of that, his coaching tree, whatever you want to call it, it's incredibly deep. Mike McDonald, defensive coordinator for the Baltimore Ravens right now, who, play, who coaches for his brother, was his defensive coordinator in Michigan, right? So you have that. Antonio Pierce has connections. He was a great player, won a Super Bowl but he doesn't have those deep connections. So it's not as easy as go out and say, well, Antonio Pierce can go find a great offensive coordinator and go find this. And he's not going to be able to do it as much as Jim Harbaugh, who's been down that road. So, so again, it's a positives and negatives thing. And they both have
2: Scotty. I'm fine with a lot of this. One thing Mm -hmm. that I keep bringing up to KC that just sticks with me and you can correct me if my line of thinking is off track or understanding is off track. Aren't they looking for a general manager?
4: Correct. They are okay.
3: Well, I guess I, I guess I'm old school, but, but, but this is this is what I talked about yesterday, though, and it doesn't happen all the time. But right, Kyle Shanahan basically hired John Lynch, so maybe Correct. that could be the direction. That so the
2: I go. feel like that that works with Harbaugh, but does that work for Antonio Pierce?
4: No, and and I'm glad you brought that up because I think I think and and and, and to your point you you, Casey you have a situation where yeah if it's Harbaugh things are different right and people are like well Harbaugh's going to want to control everything like Gruden did he doesn't want that but he will want say in who he works with because as you guys know his relationship with Trent Balke oh. in San Francisco was the reason he was out there it was like oil and water right yeah. so he doesn't want that again so you understand that but he doesn't want player personnel total control and all that kind of stuff but with Antonio Pierce I think Antonio Pierce has a much better shot of sticking there if if the GM is Champ Kelly, who's the interim GM. Now, Champ Kelly interviewed for the Carolina Panthers job today. He's in demand. He's he's interviewed the last three years for GM jobs. He got the job. He was the assistant in, in Las Vegas before they fired Dave Ziegler. So he's a guy in demand. So if he stays with the Raiders and the Raiders hire him as a GM, um, then I think that hired him first. To me, that signals done it's going to be antonio pierce if they Got don't you. and champ kelly leaves and that job is open and they have to talk to other people like they talked to ed dodds who's the assistant gm of the colts he is the jim harbaugh so watching the gm position is very very good observation uh dilo and and i think you'll if you watch that you'll have a, a a tell on who it's going to be
2: yeah that's that's a that's a hell of a line of thinking i didn't put together that if they if they hire champ kelly pretty quick that might Tip their hand as to what they're doing, or if we find out Champ Kelly takes one of these other numerous jobs he interviewed for, that's a hell of a call, I, Scotty.
3: I feel like I feel uh, like we're we gonna we're gonna know within we're gonna get some kind of signs within a week week and a half. It feels like that's that's what I think because if it's Harbaugh, Harbor Harbor ready to make moves, you know he's, he's ready to make moves. So if it's him. Um, yeah, he's going to celebrate transfer that,
2: yeah. about to go bananas if he goes to the Raiders.
3: <laughs> yeah, and
4: and I think, look, I, I talked to, I did a couple of interviews last week with some of the beat writers in Ann Arbor, and they all believe he's gone. And now he did an interview. I had a bunch of fans texting at me today about, well, did you see this interview where he said he's doing this in a month at Michigan? And I'm like, that doesn't matter. Come on. He's, he still he's enjoying do his win. He's <laughs> talking to his kids. He's still the head coach there. So, so don't, don't, you know, you got to well, take that all with a grain of salt. Yeah,
2: more importantly, he's a made man.
4: Yeah, <laughs> He could take the Raiders job
2: tomorrow uh-huh. and then be back in Ann Arbor in a month.
3: There there will be exactly. no tear. Well, there mm-hmm. might be tears, but there'll be no. Oh, you turned your back on us, mm-hmm. Harbaugh in mm-hmm. Ann Arbor. Nah. Ever. Like, he's he, LeBron he leaving Cleveland like, the yes. second
2: time. He is. He is a, he's a he's Correct. a he's a he's a made man. Uh, th- but the the other question might be, Scott, is it just the Raiders for Harbaugh? Which, no, no. And there's fact, four other vacancies my... available, I think.
4: Well, the 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 big one that's been linked to him most of all, and I was just talking to my friend Ryan DiRude at the LA Football Network, and uh, it's the Charger job, right? It, it's even though the Spanos, I call them the Spanos Goofs, um, because they're just ridiculous. But anyway, um, they they are finally going to actually want to spend some money right cuz they're 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 known for their their thriftiness. And so so what 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 I've been told is that that's an appealing job to Jim Harbaugh too and that there have been discussions there because if you look at it from Harbaugh's perspective, you got the quarterback there. Vegas doesn't have the quarterback. You don't have a quarterback. So if you're looking at opportunities, you look at the Chargers situation. Although the Chargers do have some cap issues and they're going to have to retool on both sides of the ball a little bit, you do have the quarterback. And that situation in Los Angeles might be appealing to him as well. But I think there's going to be others who call him too. I mean, Washington might call him. They're, they're obviously on the hunt for somebody good um, and maybe Atlanta. But I think, I think the two West Coast opportunities are interesting because um, of his connections there in both places. He played for the Chargers, coached for the Raiders. His wife is actually from Las Vegas. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of kind of things there in, in, in back and forth. So my guess is it would be L.A. or Vegas.
1: Okay.
3: The Chargers one would have me worried. I mean, because, and and really for one reason, and that's because they have the quarterback. You know, yeah. if, if I'm Harbaugh and I'm looking at a situation, I don't know what I've got in, in Aiden O'Connell. I don't know what I'm going to do draft-wise. But I know Justin Herbert, who, who you know, whatever overrated or whatever like he's he's, he's at least not somebody yeah. yeah he's at least somebody yeah. that harbaugh if harbaugh looked at alex smith and was like i could work with him he'd gonna look at uh at herbert and be yeah. like i could work with him so
4: yeah. yeah exactly and that that gets down to i think the question if you're if you're him if you're harbaugh and you're looking at an opportunity yes clear upside with the chargers with the quarterback on the raiders side of it you could say i get to pick my quarterback because they're going to they're gonna be heavily involved trying to get up in the first round to get a quarterback, right? Yeah. And it's a great class. So it all depends. Do you want a guy who's been a veteran and you have to just work with, like you did with Alex Smith, which is a great analogy? Or do you want to be able to bring up your own guy, go select them, and create what you want to create? So that's all going to be depends. And we don't know because, right, until he tells us or until he picks, uh, it's going to be unknown for the rest of us.
2: Yep. That's that's probably the 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 next like what what is the status of the quarterback position like what like is Jimmy Garoppolo a Las Vegas Raider no matter what next year?
4: No, I think you know he 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 got a couple snaps in when Aiden O'Connell hurt his finger. <laughs> this week, 18, everybody was getting nervous about that injury bonus. And and Jimmy's done everything right. He said, hey, look, you know, I just want to get Bastis and play football again. I'll be excited to be a part of this team next year. But I don't see any way he's back. I think they eat that. The the most important thing the Raiders need to do outside of getting a GM and a coach is get a quarterback. Aiden O'Connell is a good backup. Some fans argue with me on that. He has no functional mobility, okay? He's a good quarterback. He's the kind of quarterback where if your guy goes down, he can come in and win games for you, no question. He had a great last game against the Denver Broncos. Broncos, of course, have the 30th-ranked defense in the, in the NFL, so it wasn't as hard as it would be against a, a better a better flight team. So I think with Aiden O'Connell, you have a great backup that you can develop over the next several years. He's under contract for f- at least five so, but you need to go make that dynamic playing quarterback your priority. And so, whoever comes in as GM and coach mm-hmm. is going to be at the center of that. And you got to try to get that as right as possible because the Raiders, technically, I think we saw this in the second half of the season, guys, they're not that far away. They won eight games this year. Imagine when they were at three and five, no one thought they would win eight games. Yeah. They won eight games. And so, I think it shows the defense is in a good spot. They need to supplement that. And then on offense, you just need a quarterback. You have a lot of pieces there. Upgrade the offensive line. And maybe you're a 10 win team next year and you're fighting for a playoff spot.
2: Three and one since
3: the 3 0 game. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're, not, they're not far off at all. Scott, one other thing that I wanted to ask you about that I don't know. Maybe only I'm interested in. And maybe you too, Scott. But I always look at this little stuff. What the hell happened with the field? on Sunday. Was it, was that, I couldn't tell, was that ice? Was it frozen or what, what was going on in the end zone? No. So, so it's interesting
4: about this because I had somebody come at me really hard uh, online about this because they're a, they're a, a turf field manager or a field manager for one of the colleges in the Midwest um, saying, I didn't know what I was talking about, but I've been there like in 2020 when the, when the stadium first opened and we were in there with those fans because of COVID um, it was fine. But throughout the last three years, they've just had trouble maintaining it, the desert climate, whatever it is. They seem to do a better job at, of it in Phoenix. Uh, and so the field itself, if you watch the last five games at home, a lot of sand in the turf, right? So this time the end zones were really bad, and the, 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 the outer-lying areas where the benches are were really torn up. The field itself, players were tweeting, nah, it's not that bad, our crew does a great job. And, and listen, I'm not trying to belittle anybody's job, but as far as an NFL field goes, you could see it. You can see the dead spots. You can see the sand. And as it, people took it like I was insulting their mother, it was really interesting. Yeah. But um, I don't. I don't know what was going on there. Uh, and and clearly they'll switch out the entire field for the Super Bowl because the Super Bowl will be there clearly in the next month. But as they do with every Super Bowl, they bring in sod and they completely resod the thing. And I would imagine they'll do that and roll it inside so no weather can get to it.
2: It's a fun thing about Twitter. You can open up the app, and a turf manager is calling you an idiot. It's, it's, it's no other. And it's place funny in the world. because,
4: I, and he obviously knows more about grass than I'll ever know, right? But I, I use the example that listen. I comment on playing football, playing basketball. We comment on politics. I've never run it. For, I've never run an office. I've never been president, but I talk about the president. So you know, look, we we go with the knowledge we have, and I was just saying what I saw. And Stay in your lane, Scott. Stay in your lane, buddy.
3: Exactly. exactly. Uh, hey. Last question. Sorry. No, go no, ahead. Go, ahead. I was, you go ahead. Go ahead.
2: This is Josh Jacobs, take his last snap as a Las Vegas Raider.
4: Yes, I would, I would bet on that. Um, uh, good young man, good back, uh, missed the last four games because of a quad injury, uh, and, and he's missed games in the past. I mean, mm-hmm. last year was when he won the rushing, rushing title. It was his healthiest year. He was stronger, did really well. Outside of that, it's been a problem all along, and he goes out that way. How much of that was really injury and him saying, i got to protect my value because mm-hmm. I'm probably not going to be back, and I wouldn't blame him for that per se. So, so I think that also, Zamir White. In those four games uh, since he took over for Josh Jacobs, has really shown something, and I think the Raiders can say, you know, Josh, we love it. we appreciate what you've done. But twelve, fourteen, fifteen million dollars a year, we got Zamir White here still on his rookie contract, and he looked pretty good. So, so yeah, I think it's going to be a tough one for fans because they love him, but but I don't see Josh Jacobs coming back.
3: Yeah, I was just going to ask Scott. You know, those those guys talked to you on Twitter about a month ago, a little more than a month ago, those guys you were watching the game with, tell them I said go blue. All right, tell them I said go blue. You don't have
2: to do that. You don't have to <laughs> oh, do
3: that. Oh, the Ohio State buddies?
4: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, I know. No, I no. And look, I, I, I'm i a Notre Dame guy, so so I, oh, I, I don't Jesus. like either one of
3: them. Yeah, well, you guys Jesus chickened out of the uh, yearly matchup. I don't know why you guys did that, but it's <laughs> whatever. I
1: don't, I don't either. Like I loved that. it. I, I loved Dame
2: it. Worst than Michigan is Notre Dame. <laughs> Uh, man, Scott, great stuff. This is a a lot of really good insight, man. Looking forward to staying tapped in over the next coming, you know, next couple of weeks here in the off season to see where this kind of thing goes for the Las Vegas Raiders, man. We appreciate you as always.
4: Yeah. I appreciate you guys too. Thanks for allowing me to come on during the season and whenever you need me, just reach out and I'll be there for you.
0: This episode is brought to you by progressive insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what?